This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. All right, folks, welcome back once again. Yes, it's time for the Decibel Geek Podcast. I'm Aaron Camaro, joined as always by my good friend here, Chris Zinzak. Chris, how's it going, man? Survived the storm, but I'm okay. Nice. Yeah. Got your power knocked out a little bit this morning. Yeah, huh? we had uh, tornadoes coming through here in Tennessee last night. It was, oh. it was a pretty wild night. So, um, yeah, so uh, back today, and I hope everyone enjoyed the uh, part two part of uh, two part 1986 year in review. Those are always fun to do, you know, informative. Yep. I learn a lot. I know you learn a lot, and, you know, together we're all learning and bettering ourselves. Yeah, we go to the almighty Wikipedia and do our research. I told you, I don't just use Wikipedia. I go all over the place looking for stuff. Yeah. I don't always just trust Wikipedia. Yeah, I have to go elsewhere to get the... I the, try to back the, it up. Uh, I don't ever want everybody to come back and be like, man, you totally screwed that up. No, I, you, have, you have to go off <laughs> Wikipedia to find out the average price of bacon for that year. Right, so. yeah, stuff like that. Important stuff. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> bacon. So, but uh, we're back with uh, the third edition of Bizarro Covers... Yeah, it's kind of funny, you know, when we first started talking about what we were going to do next, um, you know, we've, we've been trying to stay ahead of the game a little bit, and I said, you know, we haven't done a Bizarro Covers in a long time. Maybe we should do Bizarro Covers Part 2. Yeah, and I said, we've like, already great. done that. <laughs> yeah, that's great, but we should probably call it BC3. Yeah. I was like, what? And I had to look back. I was like, oh, yeah, we did do two of them. Yeah. So I went back and listened to them. And <laughs> <laughs> make sure we didn't double up today. And as all, as we always learn, uh, there is no end to the amount of crazy cover songs out there. So oh, we, we yeah. could do as many of these installments as we want. For Never sure. Run out and of it's material. always a lot of fun. And I've, as I always learn, whenever I do the research for this, you you can go deep down the rabbit hole of searching mm-hmm. on the internet for strange covers, and you will hear some really weird stuff. And I think we've mined some pretty interesting stuff today for you. Yeah, but it's all going to fit within the confines of the Decibel Geek podcast. Yeah, we because it to, is hard rock and heavy metal after all. Yeah, there's some there's some stuff that's just too weird out there for right. us. But we, I was like telling Aaron before we started. We wanted to have something that you can still enjoy listening to. We don't want it to be that weird, you exactly. know. Exactly. So. Well, I guess before we get to it, we might as well uh, get down to business, taking care of some business today and talking about Geek of the Week. Yep, Geek of the Week, and this week it's a four-way Geek of the Week. Yeah, we're uh, doing a four-way blast on the Geek of the Week, shared prestige and honor, and we're going to do it for the new folks that are joining us on the website. we got some new writers joined onto the team recently, talking about Derek Novak, BJ Cramp, Tej. And Cameron Cooper. Yeah. We put out a, a, a thing a couple of weeks ago saying, and every now and then Wally, our head writer, will do this. He'll just say, you know, let's try to recruit some new people. Mm-hmm. And usually you get one here and there, and it'll, or it'll be a person that expresses interest and never does anything. Right. But for some reason, everything clicked. I guess we're really, maybe people are getting more interested in what we're doing. So They're, they're finally getting it. Yeah, we put it out, and all of a sudden people started jumping. And then Wally's like, holy crap, I have... A whole bunch of people to right work now with. he's got a big <laughs> so, team you know and then know. of course you know we talk about wally the head man in charge over there and can't forget rich and cynthia too that's right been with us for a while and have both cranked out some awesome articles yeah great stuff so you know good we're, stories that's what i like about our writers they're not just reporting the news they're telling cool stories yeah it's personal right. we, yeah it's all from a shared fan experience and you know and you know aaron and i are totally proud of what you guys do you guys really help you know spread the word out there so the show the show has really just become a component of the whole decibel geek 
thing, you know. Right. It's so cool. we're we're really proud to see. Yeah, how it it's is grown. pretty. I was thinking about that the other night. How it's kind of evolved. It started out as just a podcast. Started out with just and me. And now all of a sudden, it's like a, a whole network. Yeah, it started out with you sitting here with a couple of microphones. Scared you know? to death. <laughs> I'm still scared to death, but I stopped shitting myself a few months ago. So. Right on. But uh, yeah, so I appreciate that very much. <laughs> yeah, it smells better in here. So uh, so Derek, BJ, Teach, Cameron. And, of course, Wally, Rich, Meister, and Cynthia, thank you for everything you're doing. We look forward to a great 2013, and uh, on with the show. All right, we're going to take a trip back to Bizarro World. We've been taking a lot of road trips lately. We were in the DeLorean <laughs> last couple of weeks. Now we're back in Bizarro World. Um, what do you got to kick things off for us this week with Bizarro Covers? Okay, now here's one. We haven't, and the, you know, the reason that this, pers- this artist's name came into my head is because we had a comment from a Facebook user on our fan page, facebook.com slash decibel geek. Go there to become geek of the week. Um, named Ingve Mialmstein, and it was Mialmstein. a picture of a cat. Nice. So I think somebody created a Facebook profile for their cat, and their cat is <laughs> responding on the Facebook fan page. So maybe that's cool. Maybe Ingve Mialmstein will become a geek of the week one of these days. <laughs> that is too funny. I gotta check. We'll that have to out. send it a, a you know a flea collar or something. But um, spiked. So yeah. So I started researching. I was like, hmm, Ingve's done some interesting covers over the years. Why don't we see yeah. what I can find? So I started looking up, and a lot of people were uh, raving about this cover he did of the ABBA song "Gimme Gimme Gimme." Ingve Malmsteen doing ABBA? Yes. Wow. And you wouldn't think, it seems like a weird mix, but, um, you know, ABBA, the Swedish pop group from the late 70s, this was one of their biggest Euro disco hits. It was recorded and released in 1979 with The King Has Lost His Crown as the B-side. For Ingve, this comes from the compilation album Anthology, 1994 to 1999. It features minor changes to the lyrics, and the melody features a, definitely a more metal feel. Yeah. And uh, Ingve plays. I well, hope so. Ingve plays basically guitar solos on any o- any open space that's not being sung by, and even under some of those. But that's, that's Ingve. That's just what he do. Yeah, that's, that's his what job. He do. So anyway, this is a great cover song, and um, I wanted to just kick off with this. And there's like about three and a half minutes of soloing at the end. So if you don't <laughs> mind, guys, I might fade a little bit early on that. We don't. We really don't need that much. We got a lot of songs to get to. Otherwise, this would be Decibel Geek presents the Ingve. Malmsteen guitar solo. That's next week. Volume one. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so here's Ingve Malmsteen with Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Gimme, Gimme, Gimme.
Man, if you want to hear the rest of that guitar solo, you can go <laughs> ahead and check that out on iTunes, I'm sure. Yeah, and I'll put the Amazon link if you want to buy it. So, right on. Yeah, Ingve, pretty good uh, cover of ABBA there. Yeah, that is pretty cool, you know? Well, you, know you don't think ABBA's cool, but when Ingve does it, it's all right. There's some artists that, that are pop, really as pop as it gets that make really it turn into metal good good metal songs. So, and you'll hear more of that later. In the oh show. yeah, definitely got some more of that coming up. What do you got first? Um, I was talking about you know when I said let's do uh, Zero covers two, and it turned out to be three. <laughs> I actually had to go back and listen to the first two because I didn't want to like double up on the bands we were picking. So I wanted to make sure right. to go back and refresh myself on that. And uh, one thing I'd mentioned was the song Beds Are Burning. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Was that in a, one of the year in review shows? I think so. Maybe 87 when we did that? Must have been. Yeah, must have been around there. Yeah, might have been. Um, talking about the uh, Australian band. They're Australian, right? Yeah, Midnight Oil. Midnight Oil mm-hmm. did that song Beds Are Burning. I said, man, there's a band called Sinner. I know I've got it in my iPod that does a killer version you of that. You have some interesting stuff in your iPod, man. I really do. I don't do. know how you get end up getting some of this stuff. I don't know either. <laughs> it's a magic iPod. It just appears sometimes. I guess so. <laughs> What's this? Uh, Sinner was a German metal band formed in 1982, formed by Matt Sinner on bass and vocals. They've got 17 studio albums. Their last one was, was released in 2011. Check this one out. I promised it. Here it is. It's Sinner with Beds Are Burning on the Desperate Beat Podcast.
that's a pretty awesome cover, huh? Yeah, and I like that they they didn't go too far off the beaten path with it because it's a great song on its own. But they just it's a, they it's rocked an okay it up a good song bit. on its own. Yeah. But they rocked it out. I like the chugging guitars in it. Right. It's very cool. Uh, Matt Sinner also plays with a power metal band called Primal Fear, and that might be yeah, worth heard of checking out. Yeah, good stuff. I'm starting to get into power metal now. Yeah, as I get older, I'm starting to like it more. Nice. So yeah, thanks to some of our listeners that have pushed me on that a little bit. That's cool. So um. Yeah, the great song. Uh, my next pick. Uh, I wanted to check this one out. This speaking is, of power metal. Yeah, huh? and this is a this is a German power metal band formed in the mid nineteen eighties. Nice. We and, got back to back German bands, and uh, they're they've been around for a long time. They're called Blind Guardian, mm-hmm. and uh, often credited as one of the seminal and most influential bands in the power metal and speed metal subgenres. You can yeah, tell it's I'm hard reading. to argue with that. But uh, mostly, their lyrics are mostly inspired by the fiction and f- of fantasy authors such as J.R.R. Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Like they're big into big epics, yeah, stuff big like stuff. That. Dungeons and Dragons, right? <laughs> and uh, but this so, this was a cover song that they did in 1996. They just re- they released it as a single. Why I have no idea, but it's awesome. But uh, they released a cover of Mr. Sandman. Talking about the old, old song from the 50s? From 1954 by the all-female a cappella group, The Cordettes. This is hard to imagine. This is as I far back as hear. I've ever gone for a cover song. Cordettes also, by the way, Aaron, from uh, near your hometown, they're from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, the Broadworth capital of the world. Exactly. Well, <laughs> so um, I know it well. The, the Cordettes did this in 1954. The song's lyrics convey a request to Mr. Sandman to bring me a dream, and it's, uh-huh. it's about a boy that the girls like. Um, I don't think Blind Guardian had as the same intent with their version of it because the video features like a really evil-looking clown coming out of a television set to try to attack <laughs> this kid while he's in his bed. Nice. So it's a funny video too. But uh, anyway, here's I gotta hear it. This is Blind Guardian from 1996 with Mr. Sandman. Mr. Sandman.
man, it took that one a minute to get going, but once it did, holy shit. Yeah, at first you're probably thinking, this is like a straight-up yeah. cover of an old like, song. What is this? This isn't metal at all. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, and then yeah. it turns evil. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of evil, I got a good cover coming up for you right now. It's The Misfits. Alrighty. Now, keep in mind, this one comes out in 2003 off an album called Project 1950, so it's not Glenn Danzig Misfits. It's not classic. This is, you know, Jerry Only's Misfits, right. what, we, what we got today. Um, Project 1950 is a cover album of all songs from the 50s and 60s, including artists uh, Del Shannon, Paul Anka, Richie Valens, Bobby Darin, and Conway Twitty. Total pioneers of the rock and punk movement. (laughs) (laughs) This album finds the vocal debut of bassist and only founding member left in the band, Jerry Only. And all I can say is just check this one out. It's the Misfits with this magic moment on the Desperate Geek Podcast. Listen to the Decibel Geek Podcast on your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, and WebOS phones with Stitcher. Stitcher's smart radio for your phone. Find it in your app store or at Stitcher.com. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. 
This week's featured artist is Kid Comet. Check them out at ReverbNation.com slash The Mighty Kid Comet. More information as well as how you can submit your band can be found on our featured artist page at www.decibelgeek.com. All right, we're back in Bizarro World. That's right, Decibel Geek Podcast, Bizarro Covers 3. And, oh, yeah, so far they've been pretty bizarre. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Took a ch- little trip back in time with those last couple. Yeah, it went way back. Covers from the 50s. That's always strange to hear, like, hard rock bands rocking out, like, really old songs like that. Well, for my next pick, I'm going to go all the way back to 2009. Oh, good. Staying, <laughs> staying a little more current anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the cover of this song, this song that is being covered, has sold more than 5.2 million copies as of June 2012 in the U.S. alone. That's a lot. Ultimately, Worldwide has sold over 9.7 million copies worldwide. Wow. This song was peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 chart that's being covered. Hmm. And this song is by originally by Lady Gaga. Oh. Yes, you heard that right. Lady Gaga. A name I never thought I'd hear mentioned on this show. Why do I see <laughs> why do I, I hear the click of unsubscribe? Unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Don't unsubscribe. unsubscribe yet. Wait a minute. It is still the Decibel Geek Podcast after I'm, all. I, How does Lady Gaga fit into all this? Well, I'm not certainly not gonna play Lady Gaga's Thank version. Goodness. But let me tell you, Lady Gaga's some of her songs, for some reason translate well to rock and metal versions right the reason i've noticed this is first i started checking out i wanted to hear i just put in like lady gaga metal and uh-huh. youtube is a treasure trove of people doing their own versions and stuff right i've and, heard i remember it was like a month or so ago a guy had come up with a metal version of a lady gaga mm-hmm. song and it was just him sitting there playing and singing it but it was really cool so for some reason her songs melody wise translate into metal songs and this is one that definitely does and this is a this is the song "Bad Romance," and um, this is covered by a newer band called Hailstorm. And Hailstorm is from Red Lion, Pennsylvania. They're a pretty big name band now. They're kind yeah. of like the biggest thing as far as hard rock goes these days. Um, from Red Lion, Pennsylvania, siblings R.J. and Elizabeth Lizzie Hale have been performing music since 1997 when they were 10 and 13 years old, which makes that makes me feel really old. Wow. So um, their second album... they for a while. Yeah, their second album, The Strange Case Of, was released last year in 2012, almost made one of my best albums of the year list. Uh, th- this band is really good. They are good. Yeah, they're definitely not Flavor of the Week stuff. They do some other cool covers too, don't they? They do it. There's a whole... The, the album that this cover is on is called Reanimate the Covers EP, and it's a whole EP of great cover songs that they've done. Right on. Another great one, and I didn't pick it because it's not really bizarro, is they do an awesome cover of uh, Out to Get Me off Appetite for Destruction. Right on. And they also do Slave to the Grind, which is great. That I've heard. That yeah. is cool. So this is Hailstorm doing a cover of Lady Gaga, Bad Romance. I want your ugly, I want your disease. I want your everything as long as it's free. I want your love. Touch of your hand. I want your leather studded kiss in the sand. I want your love. Love, love, love. I want your love. You know that I want you. And you know that I need you. I want it bad. A bad romance. I want your love and I want your revenge. You and me could ride. 
Didn't that rock? That did rock. That is strange how Lady Gaga songs do kind of fit up like that. And let me tell you, I saw, I've looked up live clips of Hailstorm thinking, well, I wonder how much studio magic is done on this chick's voice. Nowadays, Sounds yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, they are a good she band. A I like singer. Hailstorm. Highly recommended to all listeners of the Decibel Geek podcast. Sorry, so what's next? All right, that was as if that wasn't bizarro enough. I've got one, you know, I know this show's got a lot of KISS fans, so we want to add a little something like that for you. Of course, uh, the album came out in 1994, Kiss My Ass, classic KISS regrooved. You know, other than Anthrax, that whole thing is pretty much an album full of bizarro covers. Maybe Anthrax and Extreme, the rest of them are all kind of weird. There's not a ton of just straight-up metal versions of the songs. So, yeah, there's a lot of interesting takes on all of the music on that album. And you could tell, especially at that time, Kiss was going for what was the flavor of the moment in 1994 to get a lot of those bands on there, and this one would be included. I'm talking about Lemonheads, um, or The Lemonheads, if if you prefer. Um, they do a cover of Plaster Caster, which I actually always thought was really good. Yeah, and the Plaster Caster is kind of a hidden gem in Kiss's catalog. You don't hear much about it, but it's a great tune. It is a good song. Uh, Lemonheads formed by Evan Dando in 1986. I didn't know they went back that far. Yeah, They didn't really get popular until 1992 with a cover of Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel. That's a great cover. Yeah, you know, And to show just how Gene and Paul were looking for the flavor of the moment, in 1993, Evan Dando is featured in People's 50 Most Beautiful People list. I guess Gene had a man crush on him. I guess he did. <laughs> um, but it's a great song, a great cover. So check it out for yourself. It's Plaster Caster on the Decibel Geek Podcast.
right, the Lemonheads doing Plaster Caster off the Kiss My Ass uh, album, tribute album. Kiss's tribute album to themselves in the early 90s. Right. Like, That's one of my favorite, favorite songs on there. Uh, the Lemonheads, yeah. they've got nine studio albums. The last one came out in 09, and they've got another one in the works right now. So if you love that stuff, keep your eyes and ears open. Very cool. All right, here's my next one. I really went digging deep for this one. Um, I, had, I think I'd mentioned to you recently how... You know, everybody's iPods, their their music is labeled in alphabetical order. Right. So anytime I'll be listening to a podcast, because I listen to lots of podcasts, every now and then I'll accidentally hit the music button instead of the podcast button, and I'll just hit play. Mm -hmm. So it immediately goes to the first thing on my iPod. And the first thing on my iPod is the song Take On Me by the band Aha from the night from 1985. On your iPod. Uh, yeah. I've got yeah. a lot of stuff that you that would not be considered cool on my iPod, but that's okay. Well, it's a good thing it doesn't go by most plays. Otherwise, every time you bumped it, Juice Newton would come on. No, actually, <laughs> I, I think AHA, well, AHA just barely edges it out. Nice. Although Juice Newton does get I mean, a lot of play. I haven't dropped a Juice Newton bomb on you in a while. That's okay. We're, you're due. <laughs> so, Juice um, Newton. But yeah, everybody, you know, and most people in America seems to look at AHA as like a, uh, you know, a one-hit wonder, yeah, if you for will. Yeah, sure, because I don't know none of their well, other songs, but I've sure heard this one a million times over the years. But I researched them. You know, they formed in Oslo, Norway in 1982. This was off their biggest album, Hunting High and Low, in 1985. But AHA has sold over 36 million albums and 15 million singles worldwide. Wow. Which you wouldn't think. I mean, it just shows that there's I a just remember much bigger the, the world out there. pencil-drawn yeah, video. The video features the band, as everyone that remembers it, in like a pencil sketch animation method called rotoscoping. It was cool for the time. And the, the, the video won six awards, was nominated for two others at the 86 MTV Video Music Awards, approximately, and they had to do, where they would do pencil sketches on frame by frame is the rotoscoping thing. Approximately 3,000 frames were rotoscope, which took 16 weeks to complete. Wow. This is way before the computers could do all that stuff. Right. So it was all done by hand. That's what makes it such a cool video, and I think that's what launched them to their popularity here in the States. Yeah, so I wanted to. I found a really cool cover of this. It's definitely a much more metal version than the original. I hope so. This is uh, by a band called Vision Divine, a progressive power metal band formed in Italy in 1998. They've released seven albums, with their latest being 2012's Destination Set to Nowhere. And this is from 2002 Send Me an Angel album. This is Vision Divine doing Take On Me. Away. 
That was weird, but cool. It was bizarro. It was right? definitely bizarro. Still for sure. rock the drumming, man. That's an amazing yeah, drummer. Yeah, the drumming is what really makes it. The keyboards and stuff still make it a weird kind of a song, <laughs> but that drumming is just killer. That dude must ice his feet every day. <laughs> Jeez. He takes them out of the bucket and sets them on the pedals. Right. And then takes them off the pedals and sets them in the bucket of ice. There's one band that's got a great drummer. Yeah, I got a band here that you guys are going to like. Well, no, you're probably going to hate. <laughs> probably going to hate this, but since you had that one, it was kind of electronic-y a little bit with the keyboards and stuff. I guess it'll be okay to do this. And the band I'm talking about is Mindless Self-Indulgence. We've talked about this band before because they do sort of fit Decibel Geek a little bit because of their guitarist, Steve Rye. Yeah. The guy is a killer guitar player. That's about all that qualifies them for the Decibel Geek podcast. This is us pushing our limits a little bit. Right, and we like to do that once yeah. in a while. Um, this song, it came off their 2005 LP, uh, You'll Rebel to Anything. It's their third studio album. The cover I'm talking about is Tom Sawyer by Rush. Um, this song is crazy, but it's cool. It's, it's mindless self-indulgence. And if you don't know about Mindless Self-Indulgence, check out this videos for the song Straight to Video and Shut Me Up. That came off this album, too. It's rock, but it's mixed with electronic, industrial, and hip-hop music. It's, it's hard to explain because there's no one like them. Jimmy Urin on vocals, Kitty on drums, Lindsay on bass, and the aforementioned Steve Rye on guitar. Their last album, If, was released in 88 with a new album expected this year. But this one you got to check out. It doesn't get much more bizarro than this. It's Mindless Self-Indulgence with Tom Sawyer on the Decibel Geek Podcast. Let's get some men, 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 let's get
Got a question, comment, request, or legal threat? Call us on our voicemail hotline at 540-DB-GEEK-1. That's 540-324-3351. Hi, this is Dr. Love calling, and I've got the cure you're thinking of. It's the Decibel Geek Podcast. All right, folks, welcome back once again to the Decibel Geek Podcast. I'm Aaron Camaro, joined by Chris Zinzak, as always, as we broadcast you live from Bizarro World. I thought it was my uh, dining room, but okay. This is Bizarro World. Well, I haven't cleaned up, so it does kind of <laughs> look that way. Everything is backwards here. Yeah. So we're having fun today. We're doing Bizarro Covers Part 3, but we want to take a little quick break and get back into the real world with you for a second. We talked to you last week. We let you know about the big contest going on, your chance to win your very own Decibel Geek t-shirt. The very first one. How is that coming along? Doing great. We've got some reviews coming in on iTunes, and right on. Um, people are doing the pre-orders, and uh, just it's easy to do, guys. Just go on the decibelgeek.com website, go down to the right side. You'll see the picture with the guys and the shirts on it. It says write a review, win a shirt. Click on that. Simple. Takes you, shows you all the rules, everything you got to do to win a shirt. That's easy as that. Also, if I if you didn't if you don't remember, if you've already ordered a shirt, you can order a shirt, and then even if you win the contest, you can either get a refund on that shirt, right. or you can add a second Decibel Geek shirt. Might as well get win one and buy one. Yeah. And then of course, there's always the little donate button down on the side. Like I yep. said last week, Geek of the Week can be bought. Yeah. uh, unashamed about that the bigger the donation the better chance you have of being geek of the week yeah (laughs) i'm just kidding and uh if you want to send a request and uh you know from a donation we you know we'll get it played on a future radio yeah you know that's true yeah that's not a bad idea you want to give us a little donation give us a tip yeah tip us you tip your dj you get your song played that's just the universal rule (laughs) yeah grease our palms exactly yeah but uh yeah so just Easy as that, folks. Just do that, and uh, we appreciate your support. You know, we're we're trying to yeah, take things sure. up uh, a few notches this year and actually make the show we're bigger off to and a better. Good start. We've got, like we said at the top of the show, we've got more writers now, more yeah. people contributing to the website. The website looks fantastic yeah. and is easier to navigate than ever. Um, the shows. They're still coming out on a weekly basis. Yep. You know, we've stuck with it. We made that vow. Yep. We've stuck with it for a long time, and it's easy because we enjoy doing it. Yeah, and we're yeah. gonna, yeah, we're gonna try to get get bigger and better. You know, as the year goes on, get better interviews and everything. There's some big shows coming up that we're gonna be a part of, and uh, absolutely. Well, I don't know if we'll be a part of it, but we'll show up and make ourselves a part of it. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's like going to a concert with me. Oh yeah, it's like Bizarro World. <laughs> Speaking of which, I've got another song. Yeah, we got this a song more is about as bizarro as it gets. Yeah, we got about time for two more. Um, I'm talking about the song "Hide Your Heart." Of course, Kiss fans know I'm talking about the song that was written by Paul Stanley with Desmond Child and Holly Knight. Uh, you know, Holly Knight. She was in a band called Spider with Anton Fig, and they were managed by Bill Coin. Hmm. That's how she comes into the picture with that. Um, it was originally intended for Crazy Nights, but it, you know, in the end, it got cut, and they ended up not using it. Which seems to me it would have fit in pretty good on Crazy Oh, sure. Nights. Yeah, it's totally. And Paul played it on his solo tour, you know, in between. Yeah. And so as far as I can tell, you know, after it wasn't used on Crazy Nights, and they, I guess, must not have had any intention of using it otherwise, they Paul Stanley just put it out there for other artists to pick up on and, and use. And they did. <laughs> and they sure did, because this album was released by four different artists within a two-year period between 1988 and 1999, or 1989. Um, it was recorded originally by Bonnie Tyler, 
who's like some European singer, I guess. I'm not oh, really Bonnie Tyler did with... Total Eclipse of the Heart. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, okay. Holding I guess, Out for a Hero. And, right on. I guess I do yeah. know who that is then. She released it on her album, Hide Your Heart, in 1988. Um, of course, it was recorded then by Molly Hatchett in 1989 <laughs> on their Lightning Strikes Twice. Yeah, we, we listened to a little sample of that before the show. Not not, not good. Not too good. <laughs> um, then it was also released in 1989 by a pop singer named Robin Beck, who yeah. was produced by Desmond Child. Yeah, Every, and then of people course, really love this song. Then, of course, <laughs> the final two to release it in 1989 was Kiss. They released it on Hot in the Shade. They yep. both said, well, everybody loves this song so much, maybe we should release it too. Yeah. We wrote it. You exactly. Know. Paul wrote it, might as well release it. But a week before... Hot in the Shade comes out, a little album called Trouble Walking is released yep. by Ace Fraley. And somehow, I don't know the actual story, but like I said, you know, the song must have been available for anybody, and Ace Fraley said, ah, I like it. <laughs> Let me put that song on my album, Carly. Exactly. So that's how you got it. This is my favorite out of all of them. It's Ace Fraley with Hide Your Heart on the Dust Boogie Podcast.
You got to love you some Ace Frehley. Always. Yeah. Anytime I got an excuse to slip some Ace Frehley into the mix, I'm going to do it. Well, you know you're not going to get a fight from me on that, so why not? It's all good. You got one more? Got one more. And uh, before we go, always remember, go to Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Go to decibelgeek.com. It's got Mm -hmm. buttons for everything. You know, find us on Twitter and Facebook, all that good stuff. It's all there. So uh, one more to play on the way out. And uh, this was... The, the the original of this cover is all, one of my all-time favorite songs, and I think it's one of the best songs ever written. It's certainly not a hard rock or a metal song. It was written in uh, 1967, The Summer of Love. This is a song called A Whiter Shade of Pale by a band called Procol Harum. Oh, a lovely song. It's a great song. and um, I hope whoever you've got covering this rocks it out something. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, Cause it's this is a whiter shade of pale is a very mellow song. Oh yeah, but it's great. And uh, it there were Procol Harum was a British rock band. I tried to look up what the name means, mm-hmm. but there's a really long convoluted history over what the hell this band's name means. Like Pro- Procol Harum, it has something to do with a somebody's cat or something. I don't know. It's weird. Huh. But yeah, there, I was like, I don't want to go go through all this stuff to find out what the name means. <laughs> I've but, already dug too far. Yeah, it's not that. If Im- I go any further, there will be no turning back. It's not that important <laughs> to me. But uh, there's a great cover of this song that was done by Doro Pesh. Oh, right on. And um, this From is Warlock. Well, this this was well. There's some there's some there's some controversy over how, how this song should be billed because it comes from what some people consider her first solo album. It's mm-hmm. an album called Force Majeure, released in February of 1989. But the first print of the LP was issued with a sticker on the cover near her name with Plus Warlock written in on it. Hmm. So for some fans, this is considered the last album by Warlock. So, so it's so her in the pick. Warlock band? No. <laughs> Only one guy from Warlock is actually in the band, I think. I'd call this a Doro solo It's a Doro album, solo man. album. And uh, one funny note that I found was uh, John Levin, who's now with Dokken, yeah. uh, was the guitarist in the, on this album. And his name was incorrectly reported as John Devon on the album sleeve. Great. Must have pissed him off. <laughs> but, um, that would suck. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, so this comes from Doro Pesh. And uh, time to go for this week. And uh, this is a wider shade of pale. Aaron, have a great week, man. You too. See you guys next week. What a